The following episode contains spoilers. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. Um, my name is Rob McFarlane, and uh, in this sort of shambling presentation where we try and hide our mental health check-in as a constructive podcast about movies, yes, I think it's important that before we get to what we're doing, mm-hmm. I ask how we're doing. So, Ben, mm. how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. Yeah? my uh, The sun's out. I've just got back from a, a dog walk. I had a nap. Oh, you did have a nap, yeah. I had a danger nap as well, mate, because it was before <laughs> recording, and I've woken up feeling all right. Yeah. I didn't wake up panicking what year it was, so that was good. Because <laughs> normally when I have a nap, I've got no fucking clue what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is helpful. Uh, my hay fever's playing up a little bit, so that's a little bit of a Ooh. of like a tiny violin that I need playing for me. Yeah, let me play, no... press F on the world's smallest keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm excited for tomorrow. How about you? Well, I'm also excited for tomorrow, because tomorrow, uh, you and I are going to go to the premiere of a short film directed by a friend of ours who's been on the podcast before. Eagle-eared listeners can go back to episode 100, uh, where we talk to my lovely mate, Martin Serene, and he talks about uh, wanting to make a series of films. And guess what? He's gone and made them. So tomorrow, for us, and a couple of days ago for you, by the time you get this, we'll, uh, we'll have been in London. Living it up. Fucking London, man. It's Pride Month, mate. So, you know, I celebrated Happy International Goth Day. You can you celebrate did? Pride Month. Thanks, man. Feeling very loved. <laughs> Feel seen. I'm looking at you now. Thanks, man. Look big, at you. Your big yeah, Tiny, tiny crab eyes. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? There's a reason the conservatives say Pride Month is, is they... Do you know what I've realised the other day? Conservatives invent the coolest shit, right? Okay. And I say that because I saw some very angry conservative... Mm-hmm. tweeting about how if you capitalize the last two letters of pride and the first three of month it says demon and i'm like that's cool as fuck <laughs> i'd never have noticed that <laughs> i'm like that is kind of cool we didn't intend to do that i don't think but but we'll keep it <laughs> thanks for yeah, that that's cool as shit <laughs> fucking yeah man what are we doing today ben right You've been bringing Christopher Nolan to the table, right? We're doing every Nolan movie, mm-hmm. and that's great because it's—I feel like it's broadening my horizons because I don't normally watch Nolan, no, because of the wanky chin strokers that I watched Memento with that one time, and it's ruined it for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, I thought, yeah, I'd bring something to the table. I'm going to do a little three piece, right? And the films—they're not really connected in any way, other than the fact that they've all got Nazis in them. Oh, okay. But uh, right. I'm not a fan. Just going to put that one out there. I will express. Right. It, the idea is mm-hmm. it's three movies, mm-hmm. all about Nazis, and I'm going to make it like a cheese sandwich. Right, and we're going to okay. be calling this three-piece series Goebbels Golden Grilled Cheese Sandwich. I feel. I feel like again, let's just at this early stage point out that yeah. we're here to fix you know right wing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right? Again, not a fan. Not fans. This Not is, fans. This is anti. No. They're all villains. Yeah. You know? We okay. It's 2023, right? It's about yeah. time we put this Nazi shit to bed. And who better to do it than two middle-aged, broken brain white guys? You know yeah, what I mean? We're, we're the we're the spray that like you spray the counter, the cat off the counter. We just the go little back, spritz. No, don't say spritz because at work we've got the anti back spray that like we clean everything down and we anti back spray. Sure. I've christened it Joseph Spritzel. It's a little spritz. 
Please tell me that you just keep it locked away that and it can never it can never be accessed like ever. <laughs> just just lock it away. Basically, throw away the key. You can't you can't leave the building until you've you've gone through Joseph Spritzel. That's what it is. Like I'm I'm physically unable to leave the kitchen until Joseph Spritzel has okayed it. <laughs> oh, that's he's very much keeping me at work. I can't leave until is... I've Joseph Spritzels. That's fucking incredible. I mean, that's awful, but that is incredible. Mm. Well done, so what's, sir. What's the first slice of bread in our right. Goebbels Golden Grilled Cheese Sandwich? Goebbels Golden Grilled Cheese Sandwich. Three movies. With, mm-hmm. Today we're going to be doing Sisu. It's a Finnish movie set in the Lapland War in 1994. Nice. Uh, it is a one-man Finnish death squad <laughs> well, versus I, yeah. a company of Nazis. So for the for the benefit of everyone because i think mm-hmm. at least in my experience I, you and i are the only people in the world who've seen this film oh, dude. now i've looked at the box office receipts i'm aware that's very much not the case mm. but for the benefit of everyone else yeah. could you give us the imdb we're going to flip that coin are we going to get a book or a fortune cookie of a synopsis <laughs> yeah uh okay so sisu mm-hmm. when an ex-soldier who discovers gold in the Lapland wilderness tries to take the loot into the city, Nazi soldiers, led by a brutal SS officer, battle him. Battle him? That is the okay. literal <laughs> sentence. <laughs> IMDb battle was, him. Was this written by a... I mean, actually, it's IMDb. Maybe it was a Finnish person who is writing in a second language. No, it sounds like it was written by AI that has <laughs> no clue what this film is. It's just got. It's yeah. just read the back of the DVD cover at some point. Let me let me tell you what Sissy's actually about. It's a deserter or a ex. It's not a deserter. This is a bad start already. All right, fine. <laughs> I thought he was a deserter the two times okay. I watched this, but okay, right. we'll we'll get into that. Well, I thought he was a retired commander. In the middle of a war. The four times I've in the watched middle this. Of, in the middle of World War Two, He's like, do you know what? You can retire. In the middle of World War Two, you could not retire. He was a fucking one-man death squad. He's done his bit. Let him have a rest. Fuck you. Who, who are you? Cracking the whip. The fucking, in the ivory tower. Get to war, my soldiers. Who am I? I'm the writer of this synopsis, and I will not be interrupted <laughs> if you don't mind. Sorry, go on. Continue with your highly inaccurate synopsis. Let me sum up Sisu, right? A deserter from the Finnish army <laughs> with over 300 confirmed but totally unsanctioned war crimey kills Metal. does a fucking terrible job of making a deposit at the bank. And on his way I... to his nearest mm-hmm. branch of Nats West, he kills a bunch of Nazis <laughs> while surviving a series... <laughs> just brush over that. Did you just say... Nazi West. Nazi West, yeah. <laughs> Where he's going to put his, his ill-gotten gold. <laughs> he just kills a bunch of Nazis while surviving a series of, of like, so they increasingly unbelievable near-death experiences to the point of annoyance. That's Sisu. It's almost Sisu. I disagree. I'd say he does an excellent job at depositing his gold at the bank, considering right. there's a company of Nazis that are trying to murder him at every possible conceivable moment. Yeah. And not only does he do that, dear friend and dear listener, mm. he also saves the dog. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like the dog is the most capable character in this fucking film. I'm going to gonna come out what? and say it, Ben. I'm confused why you brought this film. Because right. I see nothing of value in it i am annoyed you made me watch it and i think it might be the worst thing i've ever seen all right it made me sad to my core that this film existed yeah and frankly 
I might quit the pod. No, it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's a fine film. Why are we talking about it? What is it that, that lit a fire in you that was like, do you know what? Let's talk about Sisu. Right. You bringing Nolan to the table makes me feel like I know you better, right? Right. Because yeah. I, I'm getting to understand your film choice a little bit more. And not just that, I'm putting more of an effort into these films because mm. you love them so much, right? Yeah. So that is helping me grow as a person. It's helping me understand different aspects of cinema mm-hmm. that I or different avenues of film that I haven't traveled down before. Yeah, sure. So I'm very grateful for that. Taking a walk on the square side. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm exactly. It's like reading a fucking book. <laughs> um, that's, that's how I describe your movie choice: books. <laughs> I wanted to bring something to the table that is important to me because a, I saw this film in the cinema two weeks yeah. ago, right? Right, yeah, yeah. It's and not been I, that long. I kid you not, mate. I could not fucking believe what I was watching <laughs> in the cinema yeah. in Telford. And I was like, what in the fuck is happening on the screen right now? <laughs> How are there so many people in this screen? Mm. D- dude, and I mean, like, the screen that I was in, it's a mm-hmm. small screen, but there was a lot of people in there. And this wasn't sort of like a young audience. Mm-hmm. I think... I think we were the youngest in there by about 10 years. Right, okay. And that made me so unbelievably happy because yeah, I, yeah. all I was thinking going into it was they've seen that it's a war film yeah, and yeah. thought, yes. Oh, it's going to be like the Dam Busters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they go to the cinema and it's Sisu. Yeah. The fact that I saw this in the cinema blew my fucking mind. Right. not only is it 2023 right now, right? <laughs> yeah. It yeah. is 2023 right now. We need bigger, better over the top like blood gore like that's our entertainment now you know what i mean everything has to be we don't turn up unless it's godzilla twatting kong in the face on an aircraft carrier exactly that's or the mission impossible our... 7 which is only part one of the yeah. next mission impossible yeah. series in which you know what I mean? tom cruise is gonna eat his own head yeah it's just where do you go from that anyway i was watching this and i was like this independent film mm-hmm. from finland Mm-hmm. This independent war film from Finland yep. that is essentially the most beautifully shot, yep. grindhouse, B-movie... Nonsensical. Nonsensical, over-the-top, ridiculous, yeah. fantastical story. But it's mm-hmm. set in one of the most brutal times in Finnish history. <laughs> this is like, it's mind-blowingly important. Because this is the shit that we've been talking about. When Cocaine Bear came out, we were like, go and support it because we need more of this cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it means less Marvel, <laughs> less of the same shit, less Ezra yeah. Miller. Let's just knock that yeah. one on the head straight away, yeah. mate. Do you know less what I mean? Fast and the Furious. Like. Less, there's fucking 10 of them. Just call it a day. <laughs> Send them to space and get it over. Jump the shark already, man. Just get it done. You know I what I mean? They jump the shark around. I've not seen them, but I'm pretty sure they jumped the shark around about them before. I don't know, mate. I saw the first one with my nephews. No, I saw the first one and I've never gone back to him. I might, I might do a series. I might throw it in there. <laughs> it would be pretty fucking good. What, what is this film about? Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to right. think. Like, there is. You, you're talking about it very fondly, and like your enthusiasm is bleeding through. And you're right. It is. New, independent, original-ish um, cinema. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's it's what I would support. Like, I'm going to say to people, like, yeah, if you're into this, go see it. Like, vote with your wallet. 100%. And there's no point complaining about not liking something that you pay for. Yeah, 100%. So I agree with you. Yeah, like, Cocaine Bear, mm-hmm. if, if this is people's bag, go see it at the cinema. But when we say it, let's talk about what it is. Okay. Old, go- old Gold Prospector. 
Stinky Pete. He's in a- his, his name's Atami. For a start, I'm I'm going to knock the sass out of you straight away. All right, because I can feel <laughs> essentially right. Sisu can't translate it directly to English, but it means a white knuckle determination. When your back's up against the wall, mm-hmm. you utilize everything around you in every fucking possible. Yeah, it's finding every single every single last little bit of dust of human determination and doing the thing, even if yeah. the chances are the thing isn't going to work. You're just going to commit 100%. 100% and give it a fucking college try. Yeah, yeah, it's the grit, it's the determination, it's, it's just fucking, I don't know, man, it's awe-inspiring. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't translate directly to English. But anyway, that is what Sisu means. And the film is set in 1944, in the 1944 Lapland War. Mm-hmm. Directed by Hitler. It is about one, <laughs> does, he one get man. does he get who is his cinematographer? He's in, on that? He's in the credits. He's, <laughs> oh, in, the he's credits. in the credits. For the Lapland War is in the credits. Right. Right, okay, yeah. Directed yeah, by yeah. Lenny Riefenstahl, Chris crossed out Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> so it's about one dude, mm-hmm. Atami, who was who lost his family, his wife and his family in the war. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he went off the fucking rails. Yeah, became a war criminal. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. the story is that uh, he lost his family, and with that, he just fucking became this legend around Finland of like a one-man death squad who would just be sent out into the wilderness yeah. to go and hunt Russian soldiers because the Finnish army couldn't control him. They were like, fuck it, you know, you go do you, you're on your own, just fucking hunt the Russians. 300 confirmed kills later Mm -hmm. it's like i think i've done enough yeah and he turns to gold mining prospecting yeah finds a shitload of gold yeah finds a shitload of gold goes to nat's west starts to yes tries to head around to the bank Mm -hmm. you know just nip down to the bank but runs into a company of nazis who obviously i mean at this point we need to say right no one's siding with the nazis no you can put if you want to get away with doing anything you want to a bad guy Make them a Nazi. Yeah, they are. They are like <laughs> cultural shorthand for. At no point does your morality kick in and go, "Oh, maybe this is because they're Nazis, right?" It's the yeah. reason Wolfenstein was the first first-person shooter because they were like, "Well, we're going to be killing about a thousand people in this game, mm. so I don't know, make them Nazis." It's what Call of Duty forgot about the early two thousands. Yeah, when they started doing a whole bunch of sort of nameless brown people, and you're like, "I'm not sure I want to mm. play this." Because this has got some yeah, real. I kind of fell out of love with it yeah, after, exactly. After Nazi zombies started not being there, I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's, I'm all right." That's kind of the moral line that you've crossed. Yeah. There. there was that one mission in Modern Warfare Two where you're like with the Russians and you just mm. walk into an airport and shoot everyone. I was like, no, yeah. I'm, kind of, "I'm good." And they're like, "Oh, isn't it shocking?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm I'm trying to relax from work." Yeah, I just got in from work, mate. I had a shit shift. I don't want to walk into an airport full of people and shoot them. I'd rather, I don't know, Pokemon. Yeah. Let's just uh, fucking try and catch a Pikachu. How about I that? was obsessed with Stardew Valley for about two years for that exact reason. There you reason. go. There you Growing go. Growing carrots. So he runs into a company of Nazis. Yeah. Uh, these guys obviously aren't very nice. They are. They let him pass. They're like, you know, he's he's fucking heading to his death anyway. We've landmined the shit out of the road mm. down there. Just let him trot on. When he comes across a, a broken down vehicle of Nazis, mm-hmm. but they these guys aren't so like, yeah, yeah, you can pass, don't worry about it. These guys are like, what have you got on your horse? Get the fuck mm-hmm. off your horse, go stand over there. And they discover he's got an absolute fuck ton of gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's they're like, got, boys, we're rich, we're fucking rich. And just he's got about- like 
the 500 gram box of golden nuggets this guy yeah. this guy's being chased by wolves cartoon wolves all over finland <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's just about to be executed for his gold and these nazis don't give a fuck about it they're like you know we're retreating to mm. Norway, we don't give a fuck about anything. They're on Operation Scorched Earth. They're destroying yeah. roads, bridges, cities, towns. Yeah, anything in their path, they're just fucking destroying. Yeah. And fuck the, the, this We're particular out. company of Nazis have committed extra war crimes. Yes, and so they're like, we're going to get hung when we get home. So let's just let's get out of here. They see the gold. They're like, that's our ticket to never having to face our consequences. Yeah, because they're like, we don't want to fucking face up to our war crimes. We don't want to yeah, get yeah. hung in the fucking street. Yeah, we're yeah. going to steal this gold. That's our out. We, we never have to go back to this. Like, we're that's done. our skipping over the Nuremberg step on the Monopoly yeah. board of World War Two. Like, yeah. Unf- <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for those Nazis, though, that gold is also Atami's way mm. out of his simple life where he just gets now he gets to relax you know what i mean he gave so much for the land that he lives on and now all of a sudden his land has rewarded him by giving a little back mm-hmm. i mean so, a, a lottle <laughs> giving a lottle back oh a fucking lottle back yeah sorry i misspoke yeah. sorry giving <laughs> a fuck ton back <laughs> yeah yeah and then the rest of the film is just these guys fighting for the gold yeah that's it the nazis yeah. are hunting him down to try and steal his gold he's Almost one step ahead of the Nazis constantly, but he is just getting shipments at every opportunity. <laughs> like he gets shot, Him, yeah. stabbed, fucking like hung, hung and Set then has fire. to. Oh, mate. He sets himself on fire as a distraction. Because obviously, when I need a distraction, rather than just like throwing a rock over somewhere, I'm like, I'll just set myself on fire. Do you know what this is, though? I think it's he knew that they would have found his dog tag. Or he he could have made the assumption that they'd have found his dog tag from when they blew up the horse, right? When his horse steps on a landmine. So now they would know roughly who he is and what he's capable of. And I think that the setting the self on fire thing... Protest against the Vietnam War, which hasn't happened yet. Was more like to fuck with him a little bit. Try and get in a Rage Against Machine cover, basically. Oh, he would have made it easy. <laughs> he would have made it easy. <laughs> but I think it was more to sort of like fill him with a little bit of fear. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I look, mean, this... What, this is what I'm capable of doing to myself. Good luck <laughs> trying to top that in a bit. I wouldn't recommend it if any of you walk down the wrong dark alley at night. I wouldn't recommend it as a as a tactic for the majority of you to just start immediately self-harming and be like, I'm doing it worse. <laughs> Fear me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't do that. Maybe if you're like, you know, a fucking legend. There's a legend about you that says that you're an, an immortal one man death squad and some people are like yeah i reckon i could take it maybe set yourself on fire then i don't know i don't know your life who the fuck are we to tell you what to do you know what i mean live your life man yeah outside of that scenario just do the usual thing of shit in your hands and threaten to rub it on their faces yeah or just i don't know get naked what are they gonna do fight a naked dude that you mentioned three genres uh so you said grindhouse which i can see because there's a lot of very over the top I'd argue borderline juvenile violence in this, but that's because of the context it's in. Like, uh, if it wasn't, if it wasn't World War Two, which is a very serious thing, it's not World War Two, but okay, because in World War Two, Nazis in Finland were kind of holding hands. Uh? But so in the Lapland War, they signed the deal with Russia that mm-hmm. said you need to expel all of the Nazis from your country. So then they broke that treaty. Right. So it's it's the end of World War Two, but it's the Lapland War where they are. Right. 
Sorry, anyway. mate. I just I wanted to get a little bit historical for you there. I thought you'd like it. Look at that little nerd boner I can see on your face right now. You're I'm like, just, I'm how so, dare you out history me? I'm just I'm so happy you've read something. <laughs> just, I watched a movie that you recommended me. It's called a book. <laughs> but you mentioned you, you mentioned Grindhouse, and it is that. Mm-hmm. You mentioned action, undoubtedly that. Yeah, and you mentioned cinema, which I would say this is sort of art house cinema. Like lots, there's yeah. there's egregious like overuse of slow mo. There is. There's a lot like, of it. Th- th- wh- why see anything once when you can see it again in slow mo from a different angle? And there's a lot of what I'd like to call like Sigur Ross video. Mm-hmm. Like there's a bit of an action scene, and then it'll cut to a Sigur Ross video for a bit to calm you down. You can have some orange slices and a bit of LucasAid. Yeah, that's the point <laughs> of the movie, though. Like, the first, what? Yeah. 20 minutes of the film, you are in a Sigur Ross video. I feel like the reason you love this film is because if you imagine, like, a Venn diagram with the three circles overlapping, mm-hmm. I think for you, this film is that beautiful point where it's all three things at once. Okay. And I think, for, I think for me what it is is those circles aren't quite touching and it's just in no man's land between all three. I'm going to agree with it's you. It's neither successful grindhouse no, 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 no. or successful art house cinema or successful action because it's trying to be all three of those things and they just don't fit together. But that's the point though. So I think I get this. I think I get what you're saying. Okay, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you read comic books like regularly? Uh, not regularly. I've got like okay. I've read the classics, and I will occasionally pick yeah. up like some little indie thing about a, a middle aged woman having a breakdown, and be like, "Oh, it's really deep." But I, I'm not a comic books guy. God, how do you even make comic books depressing? How do you do that? They're like, <laughs> I mean, I I can literally reach behind me right now and pull off a copy of Mars Attacks meets Kiss, and I'm telling you, mate, it's a fucking wild time. You can you can reach you can reach behind and pull off a lot. Maybe it depends on the month. Depends on the- <laughs> this month it's legal. <laughs> Next month, mm. it's always legal. In the UK, it's always legal. The, yeah, the, of course. Diff- the difficulty is it's not in other countries, and that's why we've still got to fight for representation. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. So, depending on the month, depending on in the month, Saudi Arabia, <laughs> it's depending on whether Costa have a rainbow for their corporate yeah, logo yeah, yeah, or whether yeah, they yeah. switch back to the normal one. You know, we're something of a homosexual ourselves. No, you're not. You're just trying to no. get our money. Fuck no, off. You're not. You've put a rainbow flag on your thing and now it's 50p extra for a coffee in the fucking bin. Do I read comic books? No. Regularly, I don't. I'm not a regular comic book reader. Right. Comic books are limitless worlds, right? You can do anything and everything and there's no limit to anything. Yeah, yeah. This film, the three things, the the Venn diagram you just pointed out, where you said the circles don't quite touch, I'll agree with you because I don't think they do. I think what happens is, is because they're going so over the top with each aspect of it, the yeah. action is ridiculously over the top with the blood yeah. and the gore and the kills. The grindhouse, in the way that mm-hmm. all that is executed, is way over the top. So it sort of bleeds out of the circles yeah. into like a little puddle in the middle. And that's yeah. where the film exists, right? So everything is so over the top yep. that it all just bleeds into one. Yeah. That is what comic books do. They go above and beyond everything else. They bleed over, they bleed outside of their circles, right? Yeah. But this film is just a comic book. That has been put to the screen. I can see that. Like the over the topness, the the visual storytelling of this is on point. One of my favourite films of all Stunning. time, Mad Max Fury Road. I know you've not seen it. Don't watch mm-hmm. it till we cover it. But I'm not gonna. It's an incredible, you know, that incredible sense of I can see this as a comic book. It would be a great comic book. Yeah. Mad God. And I think the reason Bill right. Tippett, fucking right. insane visual storytelling. Right. All that sort of stuff, brilliant. But I didn't mm. feel like I was in on the joke. I didn't feel like I was part of it because when I've got a, a comic booky film like The Meg, right? Yeah. Awful film. I can't defend it. I love it. 
Moonfall, <laughs> awful film. I can't defend it, but I yeah, love it. Everyone does. But I feel like I'm in on it. I'm like, it's okay, incredible. So I, I, I understand that they understand that what this is. With this film, yeah. all the Sigur Ross stuff, all the sort of beautiful cinematography, the absolutely incredible soundtrack, all that sort of stuff comes together and it stops it feeling like B-movie Grindhouse to me and it starts, making, it starts feeling like an A-minus movie. And suddenly I'm, I'm, I'm viewing it through different eyes. I'm not going, oh, okay. this is fun because they managed to cobble some stuff together. I'm like, no, this is a, this is a massive thing and there's, there's no fucking dialogue and everything's in slow motion and it's both grim dark and over the top. I said to you when, when I first watched this, this film is like watching Schindler's List mm-hmm. with Looney Tunes characters. It's like watching <laughs> Roadrunner in All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> yeah, ex- it's exactly that. Like Bugs Bunny and the pianist. And I'm just, I'm just there, like, I don't know the rules of this world. Like, am I supposed to care? Is there supposed to be danger or threat? Because at no point there is. Because this guy is clearly just a fucking superhero. He's an undiagnosed X-Man. And I, I know he's not. Nope. I know it's supposed to be Sisu that he's nope. got. You know this. I, it's just nope. It's just a dude. It's just a fucking determined yeah. dude with nothing to lose, man. So the point that I got from this film at the end of this film, it inspired the fuck out of me because I was literally. Mm. I walked out of the cinema with the biggest smile on my face, being sort of like, "I can't believe, yeah, that fair. that just played in my local cinema world." But also, this mm. guy found his way out right he was like i've got a peaceful life i just want like enough to get by yeah yeah i'm golden uh, we don't know about his past we only know the legend of his past right marketer he is a fucking hero <laughs> to the finnish people for what he did <laughs> yeah dude the marketing on him is insane man because this is 1944 there ain't no fucking instagram or like you know seo bullshit do you reckon we can get him to do the podcast because he's really good at spinning up a legend <laughs> you mate fair play to him you know what i mean Shit's going to live on mm. forever. But he found his way out. He's got enough to retire and do whatever the fuck he wants with. He can literally... He could rebuild the fucking towns and cities that the Nazis have just scorched yeah, earth through, right? Totally. But you understand that it's an incomprehensible, completely unbelievable amount of stuff that this guy does. Fantastical. It's totally and utterly fantastical. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that if you're going to have... Uh, the sort of grit and realism and that are like, oh, it's difficult and oh, it's hard and it's, it's nasty and these are nasty guys and this is unpleasant and that's unpleasant and mm. here's, your, here's your unpleasant protagonist with your unpleasant villains in your unpleasant setting with your unpleasant actions. I'm just like, yeah, but at what point am I having fun? And I understand it's like, oh, we're, just ba- <laughs> <laughs> we're just bashing up some Nazis. I'm like, yeah, but I've got Wolfenstein for that, man. Like, This is how you make comic books not fun. Because you pick up one about a middle-aged depressed woman, and you're like, wow, this is so deep. Or as I pick up, Kiss meets Mars Attacks, where a fucking Martian becomes a roadie for Kiss, right? Yeah, yeah. That is the entire fucking story thing. It's mint. But hear me out, right? <laughs> right. The way that you have fun watching this film mm. is it's set in a very real situation, right? Yeah. And it's set in a very fucking bleak situation. Yes. And everything surrounding this is so fucked up that to have this one fantastical story, this myth, Mm. like just a legend play out in a side, like a side story arc to the war that's happening around it. Mm -hmm. It's just a nice relief from the whole... Okay, yeah. As a bit of catharsis for the Finnish people. Exactly. It's a bit of folklore that like adds adds in to round out the fucking... 
if you're being battered mm. with just the worst situation you can imagine, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden you have this absolute legend. Yeah. Like a literal living legend running through, destroying Nazi companies <laughs> just out of sheer will and determination. Yeah. It's going to lift you up a little bit out of the out yeah. of the horrid situation that you're in and kind of elevate you a little bit yeah. to being like, wow, okay, that's actually quite fucking... I do get that. You, you, you said, you know, that I'm bringing Nolan and you're understanding it. And mm. I think that my frustration with this film... Mm-hmm. Is it's got everything I should love, and okay. you're not wrong. You're not wrong with this film. Like it's like the it's the you're not wrong either. On. By the way, you're not wrong at all. By the way, it's this isn't everyone's cup of tea. But this should be mine, right? Like it's it's got all the it's got the milk, it's got the tea bag, it's got the sugar, it's got the mug. I'm just drinking it. I'm going. Oh, maybe they put the milk in first or whatever, but I can't <laughs> figure out. Maybe they did the American tea. You know where they just use a microwave. If you if you do. Mate, I've never been more offended in my life when I asked for it a tea in a diner in it San Francisco bad. and I saw a bloke put a mug in the microwave and I had to literally yeah. be sort of like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, is that the tea? Yeah, no, fuck it, I'll have a coffee, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd rather not have it. So my frustration with this film wasn't that, that it's a bad film. I, mm. I, I can't say it's a bad film. I didn't enjoy it and it was confusing to be sat watching a film mm-hmm. by every metric, it's a great film not enjoying it and going why am i not enjoying this like the soundtrack on this is incredible fucking mind-blowing just a whole lot of dudes going yeah but then every now and then you get like a like a dirty distorted bass just sort of like yeah sick um, like the the cinematography is insane that like i i like silly goofy over the top action i hate nazis Combining all of these things into one package should have blown my absolute nips off. And the fact it didn't made me feel like I fundamentally misunderstood something about you and your film taste, which is why I think I'm so salty about this film, because I should love it. Do you know what it is? I'm a very visual person. Mm. Like, I'm I'm super fucking visual. And I I mean this in the nicest possible way. You like the mid-90s Batman films because they're colourful. Yeah, exactly do you know what i mean yeah. i'm just a super visual person bright colors flashing lights and i'm entertained yeah. for hours you know what i mean yeah this is why drugs were so appealing because <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it's this the most socially acceptable place to go and drop a pill isn't anywhere but a club you know what i mean <laughs> so, like you walk into somewhere with flashing lights and lasers and shit all over the place i'm happy mm-hmm. berlin yeah, yeah blew my fucking mind <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 45 shirtless overweight middle-aged men fist pumping in the air just yeah. looking at nothing, but there was lasers everywhere. Mm. Fuck yeah, I ripped my shirt off and I was straight in with them. I was just <laughs> yeah, the yeah, music yeah. sounded like a bag of spanners in a washing machine. And it was about six hours of that. <laughs> One of the best times of my life. By a long shot. Yeah. Incredible. You're a visual person. Yeah. And this film is essentially a six part comic book series put yeah. to film with minimal dialogue. Yeah. But the story still gets its points across. You still get from A to B, but you take the scenic route. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference is, is that you're a very, uh, you're a very wordy person. I mean that yeah. nicely. I, I know I normally yeah, call yeah, yeah, movies yeah. wordy when I'm taking the piss, but I mean this nicely. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the fact that you need something to not just stimulate you visually, you need the yeah. the sort of the intellectual thing behind it as well. Whereas yeah, yeah, totally. I got what I needed from this, like from what I what I go to the cinema for, I got and it, by the bucketful with this mm. film. Um, I don't think I've been this entertained in the cinema 
for a while. Cocaine Bear was probably the last one. I think. I think again when we were doing the when we're doing the Nolan series, I talk about getting more juice from the squeeze. You know, getting mm. more than one film's worth out of a film. Yeah, yeah. You know, it being more than one film, it's greater than the sum of its parts because you can rewatch it and it's it's a new experience. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like you get more than one film by having it be more than one kind of film. We talked about this again in the Jeff Boehner series when we were talking yeah. about Spin Me Round. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. The genre mashups and liminal space. Like, it's yeah. not one or the other. It's both. And so you're kind of watching... With this, you're watching three films at once. I am. You're watching a Sigaross video. You're watching yeah. an 80s Rambo action <laughs> Yeah, Rambo sums it up perfectly. Yeah, and I, I there were times I was like is it a bit offensive? And I'm like, obviously not. I've watched way more. It way might more. be offensive if you're a Nazi. I'm just going to put that one out there. <laughs> yeah, but who gives a shit about that? No, fuck them up. No one. Can you imagine one no person one. just in the cinema getting really offended? Um, I think you find this is quite cruel. They would have the <laughs> shit kicked out of them before they even hit the car park leaving that cinema. <laughs> By a whole bunch of dudes with pickaxes. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I made the joke earlier about Stinky Pete, the prospector. There were times in this film because because the protagonist does have no dialogue. Mm. You know when we did the Zack Snyder movies, and I was like, the action just kind of feels a bit meaningless and a bit like I'm not I'm not invested in it. It's just action figures, mm. and it feels like the sort of plot that a developmentally troubled child, an emotionally troubled child, would play. Yeah, with their Wild West prospector <laughs> toy yeah. and their toy soldiers, 100%. and then, then they'd be like, and then you're going to put a nail in his leg, bap bap. But, Give, but, yeah. but he's fine because he's the prospector man and it's like smashing action toys together but without the dialogue there i'm not invested in the smashing and without the peril of like oh this guy might actually die right because i just know he's plot armored to fuck so i'm just like i'm just watching a sequence of unpleasantness mm-hmm. and i'm not getting the fun aspect and i okay if i if i had this would be like my top film of 2023 a give that emotionally troubled kid six million euros and tell him to make sisu 2 just get on it just get get that funded immediately you saying you're not invested in it i will invest in it i'm poor yeah but i'll give what i got you know what i mean <laughs> i just want more of it just give him the fucking just get get it written mm-hmm. get it on and be yeah you're right the rewatchability of this film mm-hmm. for me is through the roof yeah because with the, the the solace that i find in comic books is no matter what mood i'm in no matter what Mm-hmm. day i'm having or where my mental health is at it's yeah it's, it's it's a different read every time they're they're goofy and they're fun but they are they leave a lot of space where you can extract whatever you put into it yeah yeah yeah. i mean look i'm not gonna we can't beat around the bush like as people you and i are about as broken as your nearest yeah. mcflurry machine like and and having yeah, escapism yeah. is important it's just this isn't I think the, the the iconography and the imagery mm-hmm. that this was calling up of like Nazi death right. camps and like like truckfuls of raped women. But when they make a comeback, though, dude, destroyed landscape and it, uh, what? But destroyed, yeah. But all of that imagery, I'm like, ah, oh, do I do I want to? Does is this my escapism or is this just making me feel like? Ugh. Oh, that did happen, though. Oh. It did happen, but wasn't it satisfying to watch them all get fucking shit minced by one guy who didn't give a fuck about any of it? He just wanted <laughs> yeah. his gold. <laughs> yeah, That's what makes it so good. Yeah. He just didn't <laughs> care. He just didn't care about any of it. Like, he's not a good guy. Uh, you know what I mean? Not he's not, like a, he's no, not a no, hero no, 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 no. type thing. I mean, no. he's he's my hero. 
for, for, yeah. for, for, like for fucking sure. But yeah, going into this, when I'm having a sad one, mm-hmm. no one's the good guy. It's just no, everyone no, has no, a no. way out and they're willing to die for it. And it's watching who's going to come out on top, who's going to outsmart each other with a bunch of fucking over the top, hilarious deaths. Yeah. The bit where he's underwater and he drags the Nazis down under the water, Insane. slices their throat Insane. and then breathes the air in their lungs. Yeah, escaping. Yeah, escaping to, yeah, from, to keep yeah, himself yeah. underwater. I was howling with laughter. That is one of the funniest <laughs> fucking kills I've ever seen on the cinema. This is in the cinema, man. Yeah. The big screen yeah, yeah, in yeah. Telford. <laughs> it's still blowing my mind how fucking crazy this film is. Um, okay. So because Sisu is an untranslatable word into English, I've got a game for you. I mean, you say that. Literally the first frame of the film is Sisu is a word that cannot be translated. Directly translated. It means courage. You <laughs> it means courage. This is what I mean about wordy. This is what I mean about wordy. Because they missed out directly. You're like, uh, I think you've you've just translated it. <laughs> I just hate that shit. I hate it so much. <laughs> Live a little. Anyway, I've got a game for you. Yeah, go for it. I've got three. I've got three words from different languages don't translate directly to English. Mm-hmm. I've got one in Japanese, I've got one German, and I've got one Finnish. And what I'm going to okay. do is I'm going to tell you the word with zero yeah. context or clues, and I want you to tell me what you think it means. Yeah, I'm down for that. Sound good? Sweet. Okay, so the first one is the Japanese word. Mm-hmm. Chikan. Chikan. I think chikan is uh, a word for the feeling you get mm-hmm. when you are playing with your cousin out in the field behind a house and they fall down a mine and you think it's funny mm. and you're teasing them about it, mm-hmm. but then they stop replying and you think they might be dead, but it's been too long and you've been playing with them too long now. And now you yeah. think people are going to think that you pushed them down the mine. Getting so warmer. You just, you just say... That the that that they disappeared and it was aliens and then you know that you know that people are going to find out that they fell down the mine mm. and now you've lied about it so it's that feeling. That's pretty close to be honest, mate. That is quite yeah. close. I, honestly, I feel like I might give you a point just for how close <laughs> you are. So chikan in Japanese yep. means a person, usually a man, who yep. rubs against or gropes others, usually women, in crowds, often in trains, to attain <laughs> sexual pleasure. Well. So it was quite close. Quite close. Yeah, we'll give yeah, you a point. Yeah. We'll give you a point. That's okay, fine, man. I'm down for that. I'm down yeah. for that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. give you a point. Um, okay. So the second word is German. Mm-hmm. And it is... Yep. Backpfeifengesicht. 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 The gesicht is a thing that you... That's, a, that's a, an action, I'm pretty sure. Backpfeifen. Why would you know that? Do you speak German? Uh, recreationally. Right. I lived in Soho for a while, man. Let me let a man live his life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. <laughs> just, just. Yeah, right? yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. No judgments. Um, uh, Backpfeifen gesicht. I'm going to say that that is uh, the inexpressible feeling of... Uh, when you think you have a stone in your shoe, but then you check and it turns out it's just a part of your shoe. And then... I had that today. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I literally <laughs> had that today when I was walking the dog. I was like, this fucking stone in my shoe is doing my tits in. And I looked at my shoe. It's part of my shoe. That was That's really fucking weird that you've just said that. 
<laughs> no, seriously, that's really fucking weird. <gasps> is it backfiring, Gazicht? Uh, it, it, oh, it's it's almost backfiring, Gazicht. So that means a face that needs to be punched. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Or if you want to do a Google Translate, it means a face in need of a fist. <laughs> it can be interpreted in different ways. You know That's what I mean? a bit more like my old German days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, there's yeah. the Soho. There's the Soho. That's, this, is, this is why it sounded familiar. Yeah, I yeah, see now. <laughs> right, so the third word, I get the, I'm going to give you two points. Yeah, yeah I get the do. point for the stone in the shoe, right? Because it happened. Yeah, of course, because you freaked me out and now I kind of think you can see me at all times. <laughs> so I'm just going to try and be extra nice to you. Yeah, of course you get the point, buddy. <laughs> Um, okay, and the third word is in Finnish. Ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on one sec. Karl Sarikannit. Karl Sarinankit. Karl Sarikannit. Karl Sarikannit. Karl Sarikannit. That is the uh, statement that you make when you're arguing with your friend Karl about whether or not your friend Sally can knit. Mm. But can she, though? Carl Sally can. Carl <laughs> Sally can. <laughs> I'm so annoyed that I fucking walked into that one. Okay. <laughs> I, I hate how proud you are of this. Like, I, hate it. I hate it so much. That was good. It's sadly incorrect. It actually means underpant drunkness. Beg pardon? So it's it's a term that refers to getting drunk in your underwear with no intention of going out. Oh, nice. That's like the Soho days. Like the Soho days. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ooh. There you go. All right, two out of three. I'll give you two points yeah. out of three. Nice. There you go. Well, um, that's the game, man. I feel like I feel like that not only summed up this movie very well, but uh, I feel like you love it enough that you know you want to be. You could you could become a, a sort of citizen of Finland, bro. This film is unbelievably important to me. Yeah, it's exactly what I want to go and see in the cinema, and it's it's what we need more of. It's so it's variety. Mm-hmm. It's fucking off the wall. It's it's just batshit insane. Good news, Ben. I can make you a citizen of Finland right now. How are you aware of Pavlovian conditioning? We were doing it with Memento. Like the same thing happens, and then you get a reaction. That's the dude that like trained the dog. Right? Yeah, 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 right. So all I have to do yeah. is ask, "Are you in yet?" And you'll be finished just there. That'll make you finish. <laughs> I hate everything that's happening right now. <laughs> I've been sat on that all episode. I'm like, I've got to work this yeah. in somehow, and it never came up. No, much like mine. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to rate it? I hated this film, Ben. Uh, I hated it because I I wanted to love it and I didn't, and I mm. felt like it was a me problem. But it is a, oh, it, it is. is a good film. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yes, but it, it is a good film. So it is a me problem. So it's it's going to be a five. Okay, that's more than I thought you were going to give it. I can't be objective about this. Like I can tell it's a good film. That's fine. I don't enjoy it. So I've got fifty in the nays, fifty for the yays, five. Awesome. I can see that. Fair play, man. Drop it, Ben. Drop, drop that fat 10. What are you rating it? Obviously, it's a fat yeah. 10. Like, obviously, this is literally one of my favorite films of 2023. Nice. It's a good year that for you, man. That includes Cocaine Bear and Pearl. Yeah, dude, I'm having a fucking mint year at the cinema. Yeah. Like, literally. I got to wait to... Robert Rodriguez has got a new movie out as well. Ooh. You're in a, you're yeah, it's Ben Affleck, and it's about hypnotists. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't wait. It's about hypnotist criminals. I can't, I can't wait for it. Oh my god! Honestly, okay, it's going to be so good. That's that's what I'm doing. Uh, Friday. Okay, nice, good. Yeah, nice. So this is a fat ten. Please, if you enjoy B movie, Grindhouse, mm-hmm. RE Cinema, it, comic books, fucking way over the top action. If you want to see one man just shipments an entire company of Nazis. Mm-hmm. Please go and watch this film. You will not be disappointed. I agree. It's fucking incredible. If it's your cup of tea, it is insane. Yeah, yeah. This is Yorkshire gold for for people who oh, are into this mate. genre. Yeah, it's fucking mint. We've just got time for Comment Corner. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to read out a few people go on, give us a couple. that have got in touch with us on our socials. Because we're, we're, we're active on socials and we try and reply. Well, we usually do reply to every comment. Unless it's fucking shit, in which case, no. Um... There's been a few that I've read that I'm just sort of like, oh, fucking whoop de doo <laughs> But I can't type that. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can type that because I have thumbs. But we don't. But, you know, morally. Yeah. If you don't get a reply, you know you fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bearded Ninja on TikTok uh, got in touch uh, mm-hmm. regarding my theory that Evil Dead Rise is actually a, a diehard film. Okay. And they said it should be called Die Dead or, and this is my personal preference, Evil Hard Rise. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like Evil Hard Rise is is a That's different a, film, right? That's a, that might already be a film. Yeah, that might, that might be a film that no one wants to watch. Mm, Some people might I mean, want to watch. I think I think quite a few people do want to watch it. Yeah, I th- I think I think the Orange website's probably got the most traffic on the internet these days. Ooh, mm, maybe. Um, okay, we got one on Instagram from Theos Ben or Theos Ben. You guys made some great points in this week's show, but I don't remember what they were. And that was on our Memento oh. artwork post, which is pretty fucking good. That's you pretty good. I mean? that's pre- I'm a little bit annoyed because it's good. Luckily. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I read it and I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. I'm yeah. really fucking annoyed that no one's done this in the episode. <laughs> All right, good shit. Better writing. That's always what you want to read on your podcast post. Oh, that's better written. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But now it's good. Uh, and then we had um, Swashy893 got in touch mm-hmm. on the, the reel that just will not die. The, the reel about <laughs> how they made following Yeah, that on Instagram and TikTok has just done bits to the point where I'm a little bit annoyed every time it pops up and I see that guy's face. Oh, I'm sick of seeing it. But, <laughs> but thank you. Suffering, Keep it coming. suffering from success. DJ Khaled over here suffering from oh. success. Just Give us your attention. Give us your attention. Oh, God, it's yeah. so much attention. Oh, so she, I'm sick of so it. Soshi893 heard that clip and wanted to know, um, why blaspheme? And I just want to say, Swashi, if you've made it this far, I think you mm. realise blasphemy was the, the least of your worries. Fair play to you, buddy, for sticking out everything else. And the only problem is the blasphemy. That's yeah, mate. You are a trooper. You are a some would say a disciple. Yep. Now, if you enjoyed the show, please rate and review. Uh, tell your buds uh, about it. Help us grow using your mouth. As Ben points out, like podcast herpes. Just spread the sores. Just mouth to mouth, mouth to mouth. It man, raw dog. Tell it. people about the every movie ever podcast and why you listen. Yeah, we're mad active on the socials and we'd love to know what you thought about Sisu. So get in touch with us in the comments or on the Discord. We see them all. We'll respond to as many as possible. But most 
importantly, we fucking love each and every one of we you. We do. Thank you so much for your support recently. It's actually insane. Join us next week for uh, Christopher Nolan's Insomnia. And in the na- meantime... Oh, yeah. We're back to Nolan. Consume. You know what I was uh, I was looking into? I've been looking into a, a few Nordic laws because we're sort of in that region <laughs> this week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you even get to the punchline and I broke you. <laughs> it's just because I knew you were going to go long and then you came in with Nordic laws. And I was like, I'm fuck. Got you, you bitch. <laughs>